Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. I'm Sean McElroy filling in for John today, and we've got a number of reveals from the Frankfurt Auto Show today. Jaguar unveiled its crossover concept called the CX-17, while we here at AutoLine wondered if this car signaled that Jaguar will start selling CUVs, the company says that it's meant to showcase its new all-aluminum monocoque architecture. Jaguar says an all-new sedan will be built on the architecture, which will be introduced in 2015. The company didn't mention powertrains in regards to the CX-17, but says the new sedan will feature four-cylinder diesel and gasoline engines. Jaguar says the aluminum monocoque architecture will allow it to improve fuel economy in its cars while maintaining its performance. BMW's i8 plug-in hybrid also made its debut at the show. It's powered by a 1.5-liter three-cylinder gasoline engine along with an electric motor and lithium-ion battery and is mated to a six-speed automatic transmission. The i8 can travel up to 22 miles on pure electricity and has an overall range of 310 miles. Its fuel economy on the European test cycle is 94 miles per gallon, but it doesn't sacrifice performance. The i8 cranks out 362 horsepower, 420 pound-feet of torque, and shoots from 0 to 100 kilometers in just 4.4 seconds. And to help it cut weight, it also features parts that are made of carbon fiber reinforced plastic. People have been waiting for a peek at the replacement for the Mercedes CL Class, and it looks like the Concept S Class Coupe it just revealed is it, because the company calls it a concrete vision of the next model generation. The rear wheel drive coupe is powered by a 455 horsepower biturbo V8, and like the sedan, uses cameras to adjust the suspension to the road conditions. The exterior of the car features a distinctive Mercedes grille, accented wheel arches, and 21-inch wheels. Although from a side view, something about the front end looks kind of chopped off or unfinished to me. The interior is wrapped in white leather and features a wave-like design that can really be seen in the door panels. No word yet, however, when we will see a production version of this concrete vision. Audi took the wraps off a new sports car concept called the Nanook Quattro. Its twin-turbo 5-liter V10 diesel engine is mounted just in front of the rear axle and produces almost 550 horsepower and 750 foot-pounds of torque, which shoots this concept to 62 miles an hour in just 3.8 seconds. The car rides on a new adaptive air suspension with electronically controlled dampers that the driver can manually adjust to just over an inch lower or slightly over an inch and a half higher, and even features four-wheel steering. As for the styling of the car, we will leave that for you to decide, but we think it kind of looks like the Lamborghini Urus concept. Hey, and don't forget to watch our coverage of the Frankfurt Auto Show this afternoon. In addition to checking out the latest reveals, John will interview top executives including Scott Keogh, the president of Audi of America, Alfonso Abaisa, the design director at Infinity, 
and Jonathan Browning, the head of VW in America. So tune in today at 1 p.m. on our website, autoline.tv. You know, after a coworker got a new car and we were checking it out underneath the hood, I've started to wonder where have all the dipsticks gone? That report coming up next. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. I know that an automaker or dealer would strongly deny that it wants to squeeze every last penny out of you that it can, but sometimes actions speak louder than words. Like in a previous Autoline garage, I told you about spare tires disappearing. Well, did you know that on some of these thirty dollars to $40,000 vehicles, the transmission dipstick is disappearing as well? No, really, I'm serious. The first time I ran into this was when a customer brought in his 2006 Chrysler 300 for a simple transmission flush. The 3.5 liter V6 engine had a dipstick tube with a cap in it, but strangely no dipstick. Now, along with the Chrysler 300, the previous Gen Ford Explorer has a system like it, although slightly different. It has a two-piece plug that screws into the bottom of the transmission pan, and it's a hollow screw. So to check the level, you first need to get the fluid to the proper temperature, then remove the center screw with the engine still running, and if you have a steady flow of fluid, the trans is full. But if not, you need a special fill adapter to shove in more fluid. Then after a steady stream, you put the center screw back in and run the trans through all the gears. Then go back and remove the center screw to see if you still have a steady flow. But it's likely you will not and will have to repeat the steps a few more times. Uh, I think Ford may have realized this was not a good way of doing it. And on the new Gen Explorer, the trans level can be checked from underneath the hood. Now this new 300 with the 8-speed transmission doesn't even have a dipstick or tube. Its level has to be checked from underneath the car through a fill plug on the side of the transmission. But Chrysler does say that it's a fill for life system and under normal use, no maintenance is required. However, Chrysler does list a service interval of 120,000 miles, so take that for what you will. And the more I've looked into this problem, it seems that this is becoming the norm for a lot of manufacturers. This can be very frustrating because there really should be an easy way to check fluid levels, especially on something as important and as expensive as a transmission. And after we call the dealer about the trans dipstick on the 2006 300, they don't even have a parts listing for one and said we would have to go to them to have the level checked. On the bright side, while more and more automakers are abandoning the ever useful and uniquely simple dipstick, some at least have provided an accessible alternative because it's not just the transmission dipstick disappearing. We had a customer come in with his 2011 Audi A4 Quattro with a two liter turbo engine. And after a massive search and rescue mission, I was unable to locate the dipstick. All I could find was the tube for it. However, on this Audi, it has a function that one can access through the infotainment system that will display the oil level using an electronic sensor mounted in the oil pan. But it does take a few minutes to navigate through the system, and it's slow to react when filling the oil and checking the level at the same time. You know, 
You can call me old fashioned, but I will always trust a dipstick over an electronic sensor any day. The customer felt the same way and bought one from the dealer for about 20 bucks. But as for you designers, these vehicles should have come with the dipstick in the first place. Oh, no, that's sticking with your dipstick. For Autoline Garage, I'm Sean McElroy. You know, those vehicles should have been designed with the dipstick in the first place, but I think the dealer should really be informing customers if their car doesn't have one. But that's it for today. I'm Sean McElroy. Thanks for watching and have a great day.